We mentioned right before the break, we're so excited to go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on our next guest to talk about a fun Auburn baseball team. The Tigers have won six straight games. And Kevin Ives from the Plainsman parking lot now joins us here on the show. Kevin, we appreciate the time. How are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? We can't complain. Let me talk about the week that we just went through last week, Kevin, because Auburn plays five games at home. Tuesday and Wednesday, they've got midweek contests and then a full weekend series against South Carolina. Are you just tempted to pull out the camper at the Plainsman parking camp uh, at the deck when you got a, a stretch like that? You play five games in six in six days, and you know one of those games is a rescheduled game. Um, the Kennesaw State game was a rescheduled game. Um, yeah, it was kind of tempting. I mean, basically, I'm up. There, you know, I was up there every day, um, almost except for that Thursday. Um, it was good to have that little Thursday break for a little <laughs> bit. Um, and it, you know, it kind of started off a little. You're a little shaky. Start off, you need extra innings to beat Alabama State in that Tuesday game, and then you had a really good Kennesaw State team coming in that next day. So going from Tuesday to Wednesday, you're a little nervous. Um, and then they really clicked on Wednesday against Kennesaw State and then ended up sweeping South Carolina uh, in a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. And um, it, was a, it was a good homestand, a good way to go 5-0 in the homestand. Um, six-game winning streaks taking that Sunday game or, I guess, um, Saturday game from Mississippi State. Um, so it's good, especially with the week that's coming up because Auburn goes on the road tonight to Jacksonville State. Weather permitting, I haven't looked at the radar. And then probably their next – their two biggest tests in the SEC coming up after that. You go at Tennessee, who's number one, and then um, host Arkansas, um, who is uh, as high as number three in some polls. So I think they may have dropped down after losing the series to A&M, uh, but they're at least still a top-ten team. Yeah, big stretch coming up this week for the Auburn Tigers. Talking about that the week ago, uh, Auburn with those two midweek games, I had the pleasure of, of doing the television play-by-play for the midweek games. And I'm sitting there thinking in that Tuesday game, talking with Butch Thompson beforehand, he was telling me, Kevin, like, hey, this is this is our toughest challenge yet. And, and he said, you may look at me like I'm kind of crazy knowing the games that are ahead, but it was just so important to Coach Thompson and a very young Auburn team to make sure you took care of business at home in games that you should win to put yourself in a position to possibly pull off some upsets here. And the fact that Auburn was able to go 5-0 and in that stretch is wild considering the week started the way it did. The fact that in the Alabama State game, Alsup and Armstrong really struggled out of the bullpen. You had to bring in Skipper and Burkhalter Burkhalter on a Tuesday that Kennesaw State game, though, I think that could have been a flip of the switch moment for Auburn because they just dominated from start to finish on Wednesday. They really did, and that was kind of really good to see. Um, and it, it allowed, honestly, it allowed the bullpen to get a little bit of rest heading into the weekend. And that's a very good Kennesaw. I mean, that was a uh, probably one of, one of the best RPI wins that Auburn had and will have going into the as the season progresses. Kennesaw State was a really, really talented team. Um, they've actually, I've got a got my eye kind of they're playing georgia southern um two games midweek i've got kind of my eye on that i want kensball state to win those for hosting reasons for auburn and uh, for rpi reasons as right. well but yeah the, the switch kind of flipped on wednesday and you saw a lot of that kind of carry over into the weekend um into that um friday saturday sunday series especially not necessarily maybe the kensball state but some of the bugaboos that you saw on tuesday and wednesday um maybe particularly tuesday with the walks on the weekend, Auburn only had five walks, and I think that was kind of one of the bigger differences in the game. Um, they limited those walks from the midweek um, to pretty much be non-existent on the weekend, and that was uh, one of the bigger differences in the game. 
And, and look, when we when we talk to you, obviously, we always have to ask you about Sonny Deshera. And uh, that, that's just a conversation with Auburn baseball. It's always going to come up. But I want to read you this stat that the next highest slugging percentage, regardless of sample size on the Auburn baseball team, is at 548. Sonny Deshera is slugging 862. Um, talk, talk about his impact, how it affects the lineup around him, because obviously with pitchers trying, in theory, to pitch around him a little bit more, it's going to have other guys step up in big situations, have other guys have big opportunities. Well, I mean, it's been a while uh, since Auburn has had a guy that's been in the conversation for the Golden Spikes Award as the best overall baseball player. Casey Myers got a little talk for that towards the end of um, his, his season when he was drafted. Um, but for Sonny, I think he it, it's such a force in that three hole, and it's not just the fact that he's gonna that he's just a power threat. Like he can hit to all sides of the field, um, has great vision, so he'll draw walks uh, when need be. Knows when to put the ball in play, and so you want to pitch around him. But then when you do, Auburn has had a has had a, a really good um, has had has had guys like Brooks Carlson and Cam Hill kind of step up right behind it to make teams kind of pay for walking him or to try to pitch around him. Um, but for him and, and um, Blake Rambush at the top of the order, those guys at one and three and then having Case and Howell be consistent as he is at two, that's a really good one, two, three you have to navigate through the start of any season, any, any game you've got to go through them. Um, and it's really good for Auburn. And it kind of um, sets the tone. When they start to click early, it kind of sets the tone for the, for the rest of the guys in the lineup. And I think that the best thing that you can say um, that I that I think is probably so great that it's just his vision at the plate. I mean, he doesn't really strike out a lot. Um, he knows how to battle and count. Um, is very very quick hands, and that's really what, what you want to see from a hitter. And so he's more than just a power hitter; he's just a solid hitter, and also a good defender too. I mean, I think that gets kind of overlooked, but he's played pretty much every game at first base, um, and he is he's very athletic at first base. He's able to make plays and, and dig balls out. So not only his offense, but his defense as well have both been um, tremendous assets. And this weekend was a huge deal. Um, you know, I, I, I've been fortunate enough to talk to his dad a couple times. Um, he's come up to the deck. But Saturday was like the DeShera family reunion um, on the left field. And so they had all the tents and everything out there. And we were hanging out after the game up top. And he was still – Sonny was still signing baseballs. He was signing baseballs for – all of his family, all his friends, and all the event staff, the folks that, um, you know, Mr. Jerry and Miss Dana that kind of work the gates, I mean, Miss Allie, all them, um, like he makes sure that everybody is kind of not, not necessarily taken care of, but is appreciated. Um, and that kind of, that love that he has um, and that kind of effervescent personality that he has kind of shows through it, and it kind of, it, it shows with the team and kind of how loose they can be and how much fun they're having. Um, and having him as a teammate, Kevin, you kind of touched on it in that, uh, talking about Sunday there, but I want you to talk about the uh, the Auburn bats as a whole because we've seen in past few seasons where it was either you had the pitching, the bats couldn't catch up, but or you had the bats and the pitching kind of let let it down a little bit. This year and the moments, and especially you saw it this past week uh, a couple times where you had moments where the pitching kind of faltered a little bit. The bats have always been there this year to kind of get behind the pitching and keep them in baseball games. Uh, I, so just want to talk about those, the bats this year for the lineup. I think it's been just – it's mainly consistency um, with the bats. You know, they haven't, they've not really had any stretches 
Um, they've had some stretches where they've struggled, um, but it's not been through the entire game. And so they've been able, and especially this weekend, we're able to kind of um, pick, the, pick the team up. You know, I think um, the game where Auburn uh, had a three-run had a, had a three lead, and then all of a sudden they were, they were down three runs, and then the bottom of the seventh, I think that was a Saturday game, the, everything kind of clicked. And guys were getting on pace, and they, they that next man up mentality um, at the plate, and then kind of linking up and connecting together, not letting it all be on one one person by themselves. I think has been the, the key to their success on offense. It's, it's it hasn't been a situation to where it's only one guy or it's one or two guys, and then that's it. And you've got a bunch of holes. Like the, the Auburn has guys that will that are they're playing their way into the lineup and staying there, like Bobby Pierce. And Mike Bello, and they're really showing some of their bats. Um, you know, guys like Nate Larue that are really contributing in the eight and nine hole, um, where they you know, and so up and down the order, you've just got consistency, and I think that's really been the strength. And there's there is power, um, but it's really just the the average, just hitting for average, um, and not hitting into into errors, not hitting into uh, double plays and stuff like that. I think that has really been how Auburn has found success on offense. Kevin Ives is on Twitter at AUPPL. Kevin, before we let you go, I'm going to set you up here for uh, I'm going to set you up for the long-winded answer here because I want you to have us tell about uh, the game coming up tonight at Jacksonville State, a team that Auburn has already seen once this season at Plainsman Park, and then uh, kind of what stands out about Tennessee. This is such a historic start in the sport of college baseball, which is wild to think about. So kind of preview these next four games for Auburn and what to expect. Well, the biggest thing for Jacksonville State is it's going to be revenge. It's one of the few midweek games that Auburn has lost. Um, and so that's really going to set the tone. And it's not – I mean, that Jim K. Stadium is not an easy place to win at. I mean, and, and Jacksonville State is a really good team. This will be their only year in the ace done. Um, and they'll still finish in the top two or three in that league, probably make some noise in that tournament, um, and could be kind of a sleeper NCAA tournament team. But for, for Auburn, they have to set the tone against Jacksonville State early – um, on the road. And then Tennessee is just a different monster unto itself. I mean, they are top to bottom the best team in the nation. Um, they hit for power. They hit for average. They have guys that are, um, you know, hitting high, hitting, you know, 100 miles an hour on the mound. They've kind of embraced that heel mentality. Like they lo- they've kind of embraced being the villain and having other folks hate them. Um, and I will tell you, you know, I think two of the games this weekend are on the SEC network. And it'll probably be the first time that a lot of Auburn fans have watched Tennessee um, as a baseball team, and they're just going to hate it. I mean, I don't have an issue with it because it's just they they lean into it and they're kind of having fun. And, you know, if we take some lumps, we take some lumps. But this will be Auburn's toughest test. I think Auburn matches up well with them. I really do. I think that um, possibly Auburn may be getting a little overlooked uh, by Tennessee. Um, but it's going to be a good series. The key this weekend to Tennessee and to beating Tennessee is to limit the walks, number one, because Tennessee will make you pay for any mistakes, and also to limit the home run. They play in a in a park very similar to Auburn's dimension-wise, and so it, it is kind of a little bit of a bandbox. So you can't give up home runs. And so you got to pitch low and, and not give up walks, not give up free passes, and just play clean baseball, and you'll have a chance. And the biggest thing – for these next two weekends, Auburn, Auburn, you know, it wins. But if you win both these series, that's incredible, and you're 
Um, you feel a lot comfortable with those last two weekends of the series. But you just want to avoid getting swept. Um, that's the biggest thing. You want to take one um, at, against Arkansas. You want to take one against Tennessee. And I, it could happen. Um, you, you don't know. I, I, I think there's still there's going to be some part where Tennessee's going to stumble. Um, you've seen kind of the you've seen them kind of have some some cracks in the armor a little bit um, against Alabama. They did sweep Florida, but you know those were some really close games. They needed extra innings on that Sunday game to complete the sweep. But it's going to be a fun series, um, and their their Tennessee is really really riding this wave of momentum with how good they are and reinvesting in the program and um, and Tony Vitello. I, I think if he stays, there's still rumors that he may eventually jump to Arkansas. But um, you know, I, it's just going to be fun, and it's what college baseball is going to be about. I mean. It's Auburn, I think, needs to just embrace the mindset of they are going to control their own destiny and to play their brand of baseball, and they'll be just fine. Jacksonville State tonight for Auburn, Tennessee coming up on the weekend. The next home game where you could see Kevin Ives in the parking deck is not until next Friday, May 6th, when the Tigers open up that three-game series with Arkansas. I mentioned the Twitter account a moment ago, Kevin, at AUPPL. What could people find there if they were to press the follow button? Uh, the main thing is every morning uh, I usually put out a uh, – I'm involved with the college baseball Reddit. Um, and so every morning I kind of put out the um, all the games that are streaming, all the D1 baseball games that are streaming. It's kind of a passion project of mine. So you always tweet out that schedule. And I tweet out a little graphic where I'll kind of give you three random games to pick, a free game to watch, a late-night game, and then a kind of a spotlight game for a team you may not usually watch, like uh, Wagner versus Villanova. But – it's still college baseball. It's still baseball in general, so it's still fun to watch. So, and even if even if you don't like Auburn baseball, which I don't know if you don't like Auburn while you're listening to the show, but <laughs> um, but even if you don't like Auburn baseball, there's still some other college baseball content that I kind of do and, and kind of just a, my love for the game, kind of letting that exude out. Perfect. Well, we certainly do appreciate the time, Kevin. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, that's our guy Kevin Ives joining us there on the Auburn Bank phone line.